For Radio Cayman Sports, I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins. It's a loss for Cayman at the CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers. The opening match on Tuesday pitted Cayman's national under-17 boys against the team from St. Kitts and Nevis. They lost 1-0. Coach Michael Johnson. Big unfortunate loss, losing by 1-0 and by a penalty. You know, it's just a difficult thing to take. And the, boy, the boys are very upset and with them lacking that real international match experience, it's, you know, it's it was a big difference and challenge for them being the first World Cup qualifier. We have two other games and that's now the focus. So we have the Dominican Republic. It is the strongest team in the group. They are the home team. They, they won their first game 8-0. So we can already see it's going to be a tough, tough game. It's just now for us to try to execute and follow a game plan and, and try to execute and finish, which we're, we were missing against that St. Kitts team. Up next, K-Man will take on the home team, Dominican Republic, on Thursday at 7 p.m. After their fourth-place finish at their first international tour at the Kosova Under-23 tournament in Trinidad and Tobago, Brianna and Anya de la Penha are already looking ahead by reflecting on what they learned in Trinidad. It was extremely exciting, mm-hmm. training for so long and yeah. always wanting to go out but never really had the opportunity, whether that's um, partners or just time of the year. Being able to represent our island mm-hmm. is an extreme honor right. to every, every extent. So able to wear that bib, that uniform that has K on it, that has our number on it, that is an honor. It was a really great experience. I was really glad that we gained a lot of ex- exposure playing with other players. It was just really good and I definitely learned a lot and it was a very valuable trip. Elder sister Anya tells Radio Cayman Sports, in terms of skills, there's lots of opportunities for growth. Obviously, we are one of the youngest teams in the group, so there's always room for improvement. But learned a lot of things, whereas, you know, tactics and strategies, we did pull a few things out of our pockets during the game to kind of switch up the game a bit. Overall, we did really, really good. Honestly, there's the sky's the limit, right? So... Coach Trevor Thoreau says the pressure is on now to get the ladies ready for leg two of Kosova. The second uh, tour is going to be taking place for Kosova in Aruba, 22nd to the 24th. There are four in all. Initially there were five, but okay. the Cayman Kosova stop has converted now into a more um, at a higher level tournament. It's now a North Acre event. Um, okay. So you'll see probably United States, Canada, Mexico. Okay. But I think Aruba will have a larger contingent of Caribbean teams because okay. um, you're really trying to create development um, in the Caribbean. And one of the things that you see from the last tournament is that teams were very excited to be playing in the semifinals and finals because it was a strictly a Caribbean event. It only helps you to work harder when you think you have an opportunity to win and then reach to the next level. So the Cayman stop is going to be very exciting for our young players because they're going to be playing against US and Canada and stuff yes. like that. Yeah. But they have a more important stop against Aruba before. For more on Cayman Volleyball, head to their Facebook page. And here's some quick results. Wheaton claimed the championship title in this year's Cayman Islands Volleyball Federation's Corporate League. Second place went to PWC Cayman Islands. 
A recent trip to the International Cricket Council in Birmingham, England, shines a spotlight on the organization's plans to attract more women to the sport. Speaking on Radio Cayman's Sports Extra, Cayman Cricket President Courtney Miles says the conference was a great opportunity to network and brainstorm with regional allies on ways to improve the sport in the Americas region. The ICC has placed uh, a great focus the female cricketers. Everything basically was talked about at our conference. The females were involved. We were able to see them uh, put together a panel of uh, international female players from Australia, uh, Zimbabwe, the West Indies, England, uh, Sri Lanka. It was great to just listen to them and uh, tell them tell you how cricket is developing in their country for females. Came back with a lot of our military and said, if they can do it, we can do the same in uh, our country. And Cayman has been making efforts to attract more ladies to cricket. Here in Grand Cayman and after the Caymans, we will be placing a lot of focus on the development of the, the ladies cricket. We did have a, a, a female cricket launch earlier on this year and that was a success. And I'm pleased to say that it, it will go on again next year. The group also took the opportunity at the conference to discuss the way forward for competitions as well as training and development around the region. And we are working on the, to put together a program where all of these smaller countries can come together and do a competition uh, which will start in uh, 20, uh, what, 2025. And uh, it's a lot of work to be done because it involves a lot of networking. And right. and so far, it, it's been pretty good. Uh, Bermuda and the, and the Cayman and the Bahamas is taking the lead there. The conference was held in mid-July. And that's it for sports. For Radio Cayman, I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins.